Max Scherzer. They acquired him from the Nationals for games just like this. I mentioned earlier that 12 starts he's made for the Dodgers. The Dodgers have not lost the game. Those are his numbers in those starts. And Max Scherzer just lost his balance. Probably the wind kind of blew him offline. Here in inning number five, Emma Longoria coming up. Two-strike pitch. There's a swing and a high drive in the left center field. Way back there. Still going. On its way. Adios. Pelota. And Evan Longoria picks Dodgers Stadium. Game three of the division series to find himself. A soaring, booming home run over the 375 marker and well up into the bleachers out there. And that is a line of oh! by Crawford. Brandon Crawford goes up the ladder. Takes a hit away from Mookie Betts. Inning is over. The Giants defense tonight has been amazing. Two men are out. And now the Dodgers down to their last out. And it's Gavin Lux, the 1-0. Lux hit the air. That ball's hit well. That ball's back. Duggar on the track. Makes the catch to end the game. And the Giants win game three, one to nothing. Uh, Brandon, you've been making leaping catches like that all your career. But in that moment with Mookie Betts in the situation, you know, what it goes through you, how do you make that play? <laughs> There's not a whole lot of time. I saw Evil Knievel today on a talk show. I, I like him, but they always ask him what he was thinking right before he hit the pavement. What, what kind of question is that, you know? <laughs> what were you thinking right before you hit the pavement, Evil? I go through my head, just catch the ball. That's all I'm thinking. What were you thinking, you know? Oh, oh I remember thinking, hey, did I turn off the iron? <laughs> <laughs> then my leg cracked in half. Then I was going, hey, maybe I should get a puppy. <laughs> What do you think I was thinking? I was thinking. And now, from Candlestick Point in San Francisco, California, it's the Stick, Stick, Stick 49er Podcast Show. I, mean, I thought he did some really good things. Um, definitely wasn't perfect, which no one ever has been. Um, that first pick, I thought just sailed on him. He was going to the right spot, but just got away from him on that first drive. Um, you know, I thought, you know, overall, you know, I think if we could have done a little bit better around him. Uh, I thought he did good enough to win. You know, I know our defense had just gotten a turnover. I thought it was our chance to take that game right there. Um, and we got into a situation where I felt pretty strong about what they were going to do. Really felt good about the play call, felt good about the guys. Um, just ended up not getting it. I think got tipped on the play, but um, it was unfortunate. Well, Niner fans, the Niners go to Arizona and unfortunately drop their third straight. And, uh, man, it was tough to watch, just like the last two losses. We had plenty of chances to win. Uh, we'll get into it here. But welcome to another edition of the Stick 49er Podcast, Lucas McLaughlin. I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Lucas Ortiz. You here, Lucas? I'm here. I'm here, man. Oh, man. Another loss, another frustrating loss, another loss that looks like we, we had a good chance to win. Yeah. I mean, obviously... The biggest thing here that everybody wanted to see was a huge dose of Trey Lance. As we talked about, you know, he prepared, he was there. Personally, I'm sure we'll get into this, but I think too many uh, designed runs, which, you know, it's awesome to know you've got that weapon back there, but I would have liked to have seen, you know, obviously we've all seen the highlights. Would have liked to have seen him pass the, the ball downfield more. I don't know if part of that is because Shanahan maybe took out some plays after he saw that first uh, I think he just had some butterflies, but on that first drive when he threw that pick, you know, you could see where he wanted to go with it, but it was late. And 
that those things are going to happen, especially with a rookie quarterback. What do you think, Lucas? I think Kyle had a specific game plan for Trey coming into this game. And I think it was going to be heavy run dominated. He wanted to utilize his athleticism right now. He's, he's going to be a little bit more dangerous as a run first quarterback, at least for these uh, first games that he's starting in the NFL. He will develop the downfield passing game as, as Lance becomes a more astute quarterback and he starts to learn how to read defenses. But for now, I just feel like he, he yeah. has his best shot at winning a game for a team that has such a good defense and an experienced team is utilizing Lance as a dual threat quarterback. And it really showed in the types of plays that he was dialing up. Yeah. And I think that you're right, but you know, we're in the spot where I hope Jimmy G comes back personally. I know a lot of people think that now it's hard to start Jimmy after you see what Lance can do, but in my shoes, I'm thinking, I don't want to go through the rest of the season where the guy's learning how to do it. You know, I mean, I know that he did some good things and he's definitely got some great quickness and he's going to keep continue to do more really good things, but he's got to be able to run out of bounds first of all, because you know, pretty soon we're going to have two hurt quarterbacks and that, that goal line play. Of course, everyone wanted him to get in. And I think you text me, he should have went over the top of those guys. I mean, that's all going to be stuff, you know, growing pains and, Right. Or, or lay out and extend the ball because, you know, if he fumbles the ball, yeah, it's the same as not getting in. So, yeah, you know, you just on a fourth down play, that's that's where you want to lay out, extend the ball over the field. See if you can get at least the nose of the ball, you know, to cross the goal line before somebody else yeah, uh, gets to him. And it just it was a game of inches. I mean, I think if you slowed it down super slow-mo with the right angle, which it didn't look like they had, but it looked like he may have gone over the, the goal line. It's just, there wasn't a good camera angle that would have overturned the call. So call on the field was, was huge because, you know, without indisputable evidence on the, on the replay, you can't really overturn it once that call's made. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm thinking that the Niners are in a spot where we want to try to make a run at this thing. And it's going to be tough to do with a rookie quarterback. The final score was 10 to 17 Niners lost their third straight and Trey Lance finishes with 15 of 29 passing for 192 yards, no touchdowns, that one interception. You know, he did have 16 rushes for 89 yards, uh, which was awesome. But then, you know, Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell was back and he looked good, man. I mean, I would have liked to have seen some more runs by Mitchell. He finishes with nine rushes for 43 yards. He had that one he broke off for 15, but that's a... Uh, I think, you know, I think that we could have called some plays more to give probably Mitchell half of the carries we gave Lance. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. And I think he, he's explosive out of the, the backfield as a pass catcher, too. I think one of his nicest runs was actually a swing pass. He caught with about you know, about a yard behind the line of scrimmage, but it will go as a, as a pass. And he made a couple moves, got about 15 yards out of it. And I thought that was one of his nicer plays of the game. But he was, he was sharp out there. He definitely looks like he has more boost than Trey Sermon. And he gives him the type of one cut ability that can, that can break any play a little more speed to get away from defenders and, and maybe hit a home run. So that's, that's one, that's one big tool that Kyle has in his, in his uh, toolbox. Come down and see me tomorrow. Yeah. Huh? Should I bring my fucking tools? Me? Should I bring my toolbox? Yeah. And, um, we really missed him over the last couple of weeks. It was nice having him back. I would have liked to see some more pounding in the football and utilize, you know, the, the ground game, especially on the left side with big Trent Williams 
in Lake and Tomlinson and, you know, run some of those off tackle power plays that, that usually yield us some good, some good yardage. Yeah. At times you see uh, Mitchell, he almost looks a little bit Mostert esque. I think they even, you know, commented that on that during the game and you want to see more of, at least personally, I think I'd like to see more of a game plan that reflects more of the 2019 49ers. I mean, you know, you've got Mitchell now. I think he could easily have games where he breaks 100 yards and you can throw in Sermon for another, you know, 40 yards. We need to run the ball and uh, not just with the quarterback. And it looked almost like Pop Warner half the time where you're like, it gets to that point where, yeah, they have to worry about him, but you don't want them to worry about him on every play thinking he's just going to run. Uh, we need to throw the ball downfield. Uh, and, you know, Debo didn't have one of his finer games. And you kind of wonder, uh, is that partly because they're trying to ease Lance into the passing? Uh, it's, it's the NFL now. He's playing against guys that are a lot better because the, the way that the Niners look in general is so much different than the way they looked in that. Well, I just been pointing out 2019, obviously, because we're so good. But, you know, even the quarterback, even when Jimmy was in there, they're not you don't see the quarterback under center very often. So usually it's a, you know, the, the, uh, what do they call it? The pistol or the, or the shotgun. And I, is that helping us or hurting us, Lucas? So I know that he ran about eight plays from behind the center where he actually, you know, took the snap and either handed it off or, or did some kind of play fake on a pass play, which is the way he played when he, when he played in college, right. Under center. Right. For the most part, he was behind the center behind the center quarterback and you know he looked good on those plays but I, I think Kyle wanted him to be wanted him to be a threat on every or if I'm almost every single play and the best opportunity to do that is from the the pistol position of the shotgun and he looked good I mean I thought some of his throws were world class and and had unbelievable accuracy on a on a pass to Ayuk on a third down conversion oh that was sick almost like a laser shot to the sideline just beyond the defender's hand and only, only where IU could catch it. There was another couple of plays where he was, he was pretty accurate and there was a drop by Debo. There was a drop by Sanu on the big third, third down miscue. And he made some really nice throws. Yeah. And yes, he had that one Aaron throw that got intercepted by Buda Baker. Buda, it doesn't matter what your name is. Buda Baker. <laughs> <laughs> twister. Yeah, he got intercepted by Buda Baker, but you know, it was just one of those on the on the run type throws where he probably, you know, was a little too amped up yeah. and it, it air mailed it and it just it was a perfect throw to, to yeah, the guys have so. butterflies that early, right? I mean, it takes some time to get settled into right. a game, obviously. Johnny, I think I'm gonna be sick. Go ahead, man. I ain't I ain't gonna look at you. And what I liked is he came right back the next series and it was almost like you know, out of sight, out of mind. He'd already forgotten about it. It didn't discourage him from throwing the ball later on in the game. And he did start to kind of settle in and, and make some nice passes towards the middle of the game and towards the end. Yeah. So I like that mentality that he has that, you know, an interception is not going to stop him from competing. And I, I agree. And I'm not trying to say that he's bad in any way. You know, I just, we're going to go through some growing pains when you have a rookie quarterback, no matter who it is. And Trey, you know, he probably played better than a lot of, other most other rookie quarterbacks in their first start in the NFL. But that's the thing. Are we going to just use this year as like a developed Trey Lance kind of year? Or do you think maybe when Jimmy's healthy, you can make a better run at it and still put in Trey uh, maybe a little more than they were before because they know what he can do. Um, I'd like to see that anyway. And when it comes down to it, the defense 
played well enough for us to win this game and we lost. And man, our defense, they kept the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. They kept the points nice and low and held them to three on that, that incredible defensive stand at uh, one point and talk about the defense, Lucas. So what did you see that was better than last week? I know that the secondary just played a lot better and then uh, blitzing as well. Correct. Yeah. So the, the defense gave up a, a seven spot early on in the game, but that was off a turnover off the, the early interception by Lance. So you can't really put that one too much on the defense, even though I, th- I think it was a, uh, they got it at the 50 yard line and were able to, to make a couple of nice plays. One being on a, on a swing pass by oh, Rondell yeah. Moore where there was some horrendous yeah. tackling and it looked like he got in, but just stepped out of bounds before he got to the goal line. They were able to punch it in on the next play with Connor. So, you know, right off the back, they were down seven, nothing, but I, I kind of put that more on the offense and, and not so much the defense giving up yeah. that touchdown. And then they kind of settled in, you know, they kept us in it. They, they got a field goal. Uh, later on in the quarter, you know, we're down 10, nothing, but the the defense played their asses off. They, they sacked Kyler Murray, I think about three or four times and we're in his face a lot, got a lot of hurries, a lot of pressures. I think we did a lot better job of preventing him from hurting us with his legs and, you know, making him a, a pocket passer or at least a passer that passer that has to use his legs to, to extend and, and try to throw some of those deep balls off the back foot and you know we were defended it pretty well in the most of the game until i want to say like the last quarter when deandre hopkins was able to make a couple plays and get a jump ball get a big 30 yard 40 yard play on on one one of those attempts yeah. and you know finally broke the back of the defense but for the most part you know allowing them 17 points after they had averaged 35 for the season and with the <laughs> awesome. yeah. scoring offense in the league is, is pretty impressive. They definitely gave us a chance to win that game. And not to mention, even when I thought it was going to be over, they threw us a bone and got a turnover late in the game, that fumble. That's a huge opportunity. We needed to score from the fumble. You show the defense that you appreciate getting that turnover and that you're, you're ready to to win, take, make a, a run at this and win the game. And I actually thought, man, here it is, you know, this is our big chance. And then they fell flat and ended up punting, which is like the worst possible time to punt. You know, we went for it on freaking fourth and God knows how many, like five, fourth down, five, four, five, five, Conver- four down converted attempts. one. Um, is it first one was, ugh. yeah, the first one, the first one was in the first, the first, uh, actually the first quarter, right? Yeah, I think it was about a fourth and two, and we ran some kind of quarterback off tackle play where yeah. it looked like Mike McGlinchey just got blown up by J.J. Watt. Oh, and we'll talk about that yeah. later inside the trenches. Yeah, but, man. Yeah, you know, McGlinchey struggled a little bit this game, and he, that penetration really didn't allow for for Trey to get any kind of momentum going into that hole, and he got tackled. I think about one yard in. Um, unfortunately, we didn't make that fourth down, and it was kind of the 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 theme of the game is just not converting those those fourth downs. I like the aggressiveness of Kyle, but maybe the play calling yeah. could have been a little bit more imaginative and we could have done some things more with Trey's arm and, and not always with his feet. Yeah, and and it was a, it, another fourth down where he got batted down yeah. by JJ Watt. Oh. That that was and Watt was obviously had a really good game and is a good, really good player, you know. Um yeah. And it's it's frustrating that you know you don't block a guy he gets a hurry, he gets a sack, you do block him, and he is able to just 
time to throw and stick his hands up and block and, and bat down the ball. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those games. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things that it seems it happens a lot to Lance where he's getting balls batted down. Do you think that's, that's something he has to work on or is it just, you know, bad luck? Yeah. I mean, I, after five fourth downs where they're going for it, I almost held down the reset button. Cause man, that's me during Madden. Like, you're online playing someone, you're going to go for it on fourth down. That's just what you do. But this is not Madden. This is a real game. I think a couple of those, <laughs> either different play calls. Only, yeah, sorry, go ahead. We're not the only team doing that. That's that's the way of the league right now. Like yeah. the majority of people who look at statistics say you're better off going for it on fourth down than attempting a long field goal or attempting a short punt. So, you know, if you're midfield, if you're kind of in that, 35 yards out to 40 yards out range, you you're statistically better off going for it than kicking a long field goal. Yeah. And they, you know, they, I was kind of yeah. going, going the way of the league. That's, that's the trend. It started with the Philadelphia Eagles and that Super Bowl winning team about three years ago. And it's kind of just spread throughout. Yeah. Now most teams will go for it on fourth down. Now uh, I think, especially down by the goal lines, but you're, yeah. you're within two or three yards of the, the goal. It's, goal line you're you're gonna go for it i just i think i i know that's the trend but when you you're at the goal line like we were and the score is still really low i go with madden you take your your points you know you do kick that field goal and get three points but and we did have a kicker that was able to make you know actually make some kicks out there so that wasn't it wasn't rishnowski again but man so defensively man they they really were good at containing kyler murray and a couple of times, I think it was DJ Jones just pushed the guy that he was that was trying to block him over and then ended up just going down and getting a really nice sack. They did a great job, but let's get down in the trenches with Lucas Ortiz. Down in the trenches with Lucas Ortiz. Down in the trenches. So I talked about defense because, man, we had such a great defensive game, but obviously it's time to break down. Uh, the offense and the trenches were interesting because you had Trey Lance taken off. Sometimes <laughs> they don't even know where he's at. So break it down for us, Lucas. So I thought the, the offensive line had a kind of up and down game. They they played pretty well for the most part. Um, it was kind of frustrating towards the end because it seemed there was a sequence where we got calls for about three or four holding penalties all on the offensive line. Even Trent Williams was guilty of, of holding on Chandler Jones on a play where it was, it was pretty obvious. The only thing is it didn't feel like they were getting called both ways. And, you know, when the offensive line on the Cardinals is blatantly holding on Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, DJ Jones, Javon Kinlaw, D Ford. And I don't remember hearing one holding call on their end, but you know, they felt like they needed to call it three times on one drive on us oh, and just completely kill one of our drives. Yeah. It's just kind of, or especially well, that one that should have been a safety in the, in the end zone guys were getting yeah, tackled. Yeah. They, they kept showing the replay, right. Of Eric Armstead getting drugged to the ground. I think they tried to give him a makeup call on the next one because it didn't really look like much of a hold, but it was in the end zone and they still didn't call it a safety, even though by rule, if there's a holding call in the end zone, it should be a safety. Yeah. But back to the offense, you know, they, they had their troubles withholding calls and it, it kind of killed a lot of the drives that we, that we had. And a lot of the momentum was taken away. And um, I just feel like, you know, this, this group needs to be a little bit better by now. This is, this is not the first or second game. This is a quarter through the season. And, 
You know, you should have all that stuff cleaned up. You should be a little more polished by now. You should have a little more cohesiveness. And some of our run plays earlier on that got blown up and tackles, tackles were made in the backfield on, on some of those plays. It was mostly coming from the right side, Brunskill yeah. and Mike McGlinchey had their, you know, they were getting, <laughs> they were getting beat up a little bit by JJ Watt and forget the other guy's name. Oh, on Allen, that, right. Allen. Yeah. yeah. Allen. And it's this little stupid uh, sack dance. <laughs> so those, those guys got to get a little meaner, go clean up some of that technique, maybe be a little quicker off the ball. There was a fourth down call where Kyle Juszczyk took a direct snap oh, yeah. similar to a play we, we had a couple weeks ago. And, you know, they, it looked like they were off sides and they jumped that play and, you know, maybe, maybe they could have called a five yard encroachment penalty, but it wasn't called. And, you know, they got that penetration. We're able to, to make that tackle yeah. on that fourth down stop. And, you know, that was another one of those, huge plays that, that dictated the out, dictated the outcome of the game later on. Definitely. Uh, we definitely got our work to, you know, work to do. We're going to clean things up hopefully over this next two weeks with the bye, and maybe the offensive line will get a little more practice time with Trey Lance as their quarterback and get a feel for where he likes to set up in the pocket. You know, that's kind of one of the things that some of the offensive linemen um, have mentioned is that when you have a different quarterback, they have a different spot that they like to hang in the pocket and you got to kind of get used to it by playing with that quarterback over the course of time. So, you know, all right, this is where I need to set. And this is where my quarterback is going to be Yeah, as they play with each other. You know, it's only going to get better and better. And yeah, I, I was actually going to ask you that same question because when you all of a sudden have a guy like Trey Lance, you know, that must change how you have to prepare in the, you know, as a lineman and, you know, when you got someone that's that mobile, you have to have that awareness of where he is. Right. Yeah. I think he's going to hold on to the ball a little bit longer because he's not going to be able to process as fast as Jimmy. Yeah. You know, Jimmy with his experience in the system has been able to see, all right, I need to get the ball out right now. Or if not, I need to step up in the pocket and uh, give my, give my offensive line a, a chance to block. So that's one thing Trey's going to learn. He's a rookie. He's still, he's still developing that knack, but you know, it's just going to happen over time. And I, that's why I think we might have to sacrifice some wins now in order to be successful in the future and, and get him ready for when he is going to have to be the starting quarterback, which will probably be next year. Yeah. Um, um, you know, he did break off a couple of runs there, but overall, what's your uh, grade this week for the uh, trenches offensively? Yeah. So we had, we had some good, some good and some bad, right? Like we said, uh, the pass blocking wasn't that great. And there was a lot of holding penalties, but we did rush for over hundred yards. A lot of it came on Trey Lance scrambles. I think he was the leading rusher in the game and, you know, credit the offensive line for a lot of those design runs where he was able to get some positive yardage. Elijah Mitchell had a nice game on the ground. And I think a lot of it has to be credited to the offensive line. Trey Williams is still, in my opinion, the best offensive line tackle in the league. So good. Lincoln Tomlinson is, is right up there. Alex Mack even had a pretty solid game, you know, minus a couple of uh, plays, but overall I give them about a B plus, you know, not stellar, not the best game they've had this year, but definitely not the worst. And I, I think they would be the first to say that they need to clean it up and, and really lessen a lot of those costly penalties that kept us from, from finishing off some of those drives that we had. So, yeah. And just listening to some of those interviews at the end, you know, it definitely, I think they would agree with that last statement. 
and hopefully some get some needed rest here with the bye week coming up. And then uh, the following week uh, will be a Sunday night game at home. So, and then after that, we'll get back down in the trenches with Lucas Ortiz. Down in the trenches with Lucas Ortiz. Down in the trenches. All right, man. So, obviously, I think this has just been really disappointing. Personally, it's a tough one for me to watch Trey Lance when, you know, this isn't one of those rebuild years. I want to do something, but I get it. And he's, you know, he may start winning some games for us if Jimmy can't go. Jimmy's back. Do you think they start him after that performance by Lance? Well, if you listen to Kyle, he's still sticking with Jimmy. If he's healthy, Jimmy is his starting quarterback, according to what he said in the postgame conference. I think he was asked by some reporters, you know, whether Jimmy would lose his job as a starter based on Trey Lance's performance. And he was pretty adamant that any reports out there that say otherwise are false and made up and Jimmy's the starting quarterback. So if, if you believe him and you think he's a, a straight shooter, then Jimmy's your guy. I, I'm kind of on Trey, Trey Lance's side. I, I'd rather see the quarterback as inexperienced as he is and as raw as he is, get more games under his belt and develop into the type of, passer that I think he can be, you know, let him learn on the job, let him, you know, have his ups and downs. And yeah, we might lose a game here and there, but I think that the next game against Indianapolis is extremely winnable. In fact, I would be surprised if we weren't a three point favorite. And, you know, the game after that's against a rookie quarterback in Chicago bears and Justin Fields. So how cool would it be to see, how cool would it be to see those two guys go up against each other? Um, Which I I believe um, just uh, I heard today that Fields actually got hurt. In, in that. Oh, did he? Yeah, he got hurt this weekend. I didn't so. I didn't see that. We'll have to see how that works out. Do you know the extent of the injury or? How I, I just out? caught two people talking about it, but I don't even know anything about it, so I could be completely wrong. But we'll we'll have to look into that. Mm-hmm. I I have to just differ with you there. I, I understand where you're coming from, and I want to see. Trey do well, and I know he will do well, but I would almost go to the third string guy after watching him in preseason. Like, I just want to see more throws downfield. I want to see some accurate throws and someone that can go through the reads. And I want Trey Lance to do well, but I also want him to continue to develop and not go out there and get himself killed because right now he runs and I think he needs to learn that, you know, this is the NFL. You need to slide sometimes. You need to run out of bounds sometimes. Uh, there's just certain things I would hate to see him get hurt because he's out there just doing his thing. Because I, and I, you know, then again, after seeing his highlights, he can definitely go downfield. So if that's going to start happening, and maybe Kyle just needs to put a little more trust in to the play calls and some of the, uh, and Kittle, or once Kittle comes back, it changes everything. Because for one, the run game is going to do better. For two, he'll have another target. And for three, the defense has to worry about George Kittle on every play. And so when they're worrying about Kittle, this might open up things for Lance. And so maybe this wasn't the best game for me to make this kind of a judgment call. Maybe they do need to see how Trey does, you know, in the night game with Kittle available. Uh, Hopefully, do you know anything about, What's going on with Kittle and that injury? Because I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, so he was playing the last week or two with the bad calf. I think he pulled it a little bit in the either the Eagles game or the, the Green Bay game. 
he'd been listed on the injury report. I think he played through a last game, but just wasn't able to practice last week. So they made they made the decision on Saturday to put him on the IR, which means he's going to miss three games. So oh, I see. Don't expect him there for Indy or Chicago. I, Even with the bye week, huh? The next game will be another Cardinals matchup, and then look for him to come back against the Rams. Wow. So he will be sorely missed. We're going to have to pick it up with, with Charlie Warner and Ross Dwelly, who not very effective. I think Dwelly had a couple catches, but Warner was in there a lot, and it was primarily blocking, and he missed some a couple of assignments. There was a couple of plays that he got beat very badly. And yeah. Yeah. Affected some of those runs. We definitely miss Kittle. Weren't successful. Dwelly, good player. You know, he's going to get some catches, but he doesn't hold the edge like no one does, like Kittle. Yeah, no one can block like Kittle. Obviously. Yeah, there's few there's few tight ends that can block as well as Kittle. And it showed up, showed up in the run game. And that's definitely one disadvantage that Lance has when he's playing. Um, I did hear at the beginning of the game that they showed Jimmy warming up before the game, and they said that they're hoping he comes back after the bye week, so... We'll see what happens with that. Um, and we'll see if, you know, Shanahan might want one more go at it with Lance, you know? Yeah. And maybe, maybe Garoppolo is a starting quarterback, but now that he's seen Trey start yeah. to play a full game, maybe he'll incorporate him more into the offense and utilize him more, you know, bring him in for a whole series as opposed to just one play here and there or short yardage goal line plays. Maybe he'll be a little more uh, wanting to put him in for extended periods of time and, you know, give him give him that much more experience. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see him do I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. right? Yeah, we'll see. And this week, the one bonus this week, Lucas, you know, hopefully the Giants win. And you know, that's not gonna we'll already have sorry, we're doing this podcast before the Giants game. So we don't know the outcome. Yeah, it's a it's gonna be an epic battle. I think it's gonna go to five. Um, I'm hoping we pull this one out and deciding game five. I just, I can't see it going any other way. I was listening to the radio on, on the way to the studio today. And uh, I can't remember who it was exactly, but someone on KBR was saying, um, well, you know, no one really likes the Dodgers, only the people in LA and only they, like they yeah, kind of like the Dodgers. Most days. people don't support them. Seattle Seahawks fans. Yeah. Oh, before we get out of here, I just want to send a special shout out. Happy birthday to so, Steve Young. I think oh, yeah. he's 60 today. George Kittle oh, had a birthday on nice. Saturday. And, uh, happy birthday! But happy birthday guys, to those. You grew up watching uh, and idolizing or oh God. in your 60s. Yeah. Wait, that's yeah. crazy. Steve Young is how old? Did you see him and Jerry Rice at the Giants game? They, I think they pumped up the crowd and threw the opening first pitches. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty amazing. He got the, the beat LA chant going. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Dude, so the, the bonus of this week is that we can't lose. <laughs> it's going to be nice to get some rest, needed rest for the Niners. And, uh, you know, it's a bye week, so we can't lose. But, you know, we're going to end up in the national spotlight. And, you know, it'll be interesting if Trey Lance gets to start that game. Sunday night, Indianapolis Colts, the return of DeForest Buckner to Levi Stadium. So, Oh, wow. Man, I miss him. Buckner was freaking good. And I, I hope they do something nice for him. I hope they do some kind of video tribute to him and just recognize his his talent and his contribution to the team. Yeah. He got us. He helped get us to the the Super Bowl in 2019. Yeah. And I don't think he missed a game when he was a 49er, right? I don't think he did, dude. He was he was a really good player, and um, 
Yeah. It was a tough thing to watch him go because you know he just made he Armstead better. You know, I, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, yeah. but I would love to have kept him. So, give me your breakdown for that Sunday night game versus the Colts, and uh, giving me a final score. Which I'll remind you, God, we were both so off about that last score. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, I haven't been keeping up too much with the Indianapolis Colts. I know that their quarterback is now Carson Wentz, and he's he's had our number the last couple of times we played on as a Philadelphia Eagle. So yeah. we'll see what he has up his, up his sleeve. If he's gotten better or if he's still kind of more of the make a play here and there and, and do a lot of things on his feet. He, he killed us as a rushing quarterback and scrambling. So if he has one of those types of games again, our, our defense is going to have their, their hands full, but you know, look for our defense to, to make some big plays and Bosa to get back in the, uh, the, the, the sack game, I think he's five for five, yeah. five sacks in five games so far. So look for him to have a big game. And, you know, our secondary is, is played really well. I, I thought that was kind of a, a weak spot going into the season. Definitely. Um, so far, I think they've been one of the, the better groups on the field. And I got to hand it to D'Amico Ryans. I, I didn't really know if he was going to be the right fit for the defensive coordinator position. But so far, he, he's shown that he can handle the job and he's for the most part, been one of the top defensive play callers uh, of any team this year. And yeah. he's, he's held a lot of really good teams to way under their, their scoring averages, yeah. including the Cardinals last week. So, so give me your final score there, buddy. <laughs> you know, I, I think we're going to get back to our winning ways. Uh, let's, let's say uh, 28, 14, 49ers. Nice. Trey Lance gets two touchdowns, by the way. Nice. One with his legs, one with his arm. All right. So I'm going to say, man, I'm going to say Jimmy comes back and has a phenomenal game. And we look a lot like we did in the first week or the second week or both those weeks. Mm -hmm. And we're going to score three touchdowns and a field goal to the, and our defense is going to hold them to 10 points. And uh, we're going to get so many sacks that, they're going to have to put in their, their uh, second string. So I'm just hoping that we make, we have a definitive win so that there's not 35 seconds left at the end that we have to worry about someone coming back and kicking a field goal, which by the way, did you see Crosby miss four in a row on Sunday? Four in a and row. Still yeah. won the game. Holy yeah. Shit. Unfortunately he's on my fantasy football team. Oh. I don't know how he had 15 points. He wound up getting 15 points for me, but it could have been about, you know, Oh, 30, wait, that's because you had to there. sit uh, Robbie Gold, right? Correct. Oh, my correct, goodness. Correct. He went on the IR, so I picked up Mason Crosby, fortunately. Oh. And, yeah, he got 15 points for me. could have been better, but... Wow. Wow. Yeah, unbelievable. I just what can't believe the, they still the won the stupid game. God. Yeah. Jesus. Why couldn't even miss that against us? Yeah. You made that 51-yarder look so easy. <laughs> well, hey, man, anyways, have a good bye week. Go Giants. And... Uh, Hopefully we'll move on in baseball. We'll continue um, and go all the way to the series, baby. Let's do it. All right. Go Niners. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, Lucas, during the bye week. All right. Take care. Take it easy. Bye.